Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. Guilt is such a unique thing. It can be wonderful and it can be horrible all at the same time. You know, many of us were raised to feel guilty when we do something that we should not. When we hurt someone's feelings, when we say something mean, when we accidentally bump into somebody, when we take something that's not ours. You know, we're taught that we should feel bad and that we should make it right. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing to learn. It's a good thing to teach your kids and it's a good thing to learn because guilt motivates us to apologize. It motivates us to, to do the right thing and to fix things. It motivates us to, to go back and reconcile with that person. Uh, we go back and we make amends. If we did not have guilt, we just might not do that. We might not go back and, and fix things with that person. Guilt leaves this uncomfortable feeling inside of us and it pushes us to resolve the issue at hand. We're motivated to get rid of that feeling. We don't like it. We want to feel good in the relationship again. We want them to feel better about us again. And we work hard to clear all of this up. And in fact, maybe we start working hard to avoid feeling guilty in the first place. But we do this by changing our behavior. We do this, you know, to, to get better, to work on ourselves, to be more aware, to be more conscientious. And we do this so that we don't ever hurt someone again. I don't, I don't want to make that person feel bad like that again. So I'm going to be a little more careful with my tongue. And we, we try to avoid things that we know will hurt uh, people we love and people we care about. But when we're dealing with a covert narcissism, having guilt can be a real problem. You know, guilt, like I've just said, is not a bad thing. It, it is a good thing. But when you're with a covert narcissist, now all of a sudden this is not so true. Because they are expert manipulators of this guilt. They will use this good trait against you in extreme ways. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm also the founder of the Covert Narcissism Group. It's an online support group in Facebook for victims of covert narcissism. If you have not joined that group, please come find us. You will find some amazing support there from people who get it, people who have lived that nightmare. Now let's talk about guilt. A covert narcissist, you know, they don't really feel guilt. They don't feel bad when they hurt your feelings. They, they don't ever seem to feel guilty for any of their actions. You know, they don't feel bad when they talk sharply at you or when they yell at you. They don't feel bad when they throw things or scare you or try to intimidate you. They don't feel this guilt. And this guilt is what I'm talking about is this motivator to correct one's own behavior. But they do know how to manipulate your guilt. They are experts at this. They are experts at making you feel guilty for everything. They will make you feel guilty for something you did or didn't do. They will make you feel guilty for something you said or didn't say. They'll make you feel guilty for something that's just a normal part of life, a normal part of being human. You know, they might even make you feel guilty for something that they did for their own faults and their own shortcomings. You know, if they hit you, it might be because you forgot to take the trash out. If they are yelling at you, it might be because you weren't listening to them properly or attentively. If they throw something, it's because you said hi to some guy in public earlier that day. Or if they rage at you, it's because you didn't answer their question in the way that they wanted it to be answered. All of this is your fault. Everything is your fault. Forget the fact that they just hit you, yelled at you, threw something at you, they're raging at you. You know, they don't feel guilty for any of that part of it. 
but they will make you feel guilty for every little thing or every uh, little thing that you did or you said or you didn't do or you did not say. And here's the part that really sucks us in. They can use just enough truth to fully activate that guilt inside of you. Listen to that again. They will use just enough truth in what they say to turn that guilt on inside of you, to activate that guilt, to drive you to feel bad so that you truly work hard to be better next time. You know, maybe you did forget to take the trash out that day. Well, come on. Okay. I have forgotten to take the trash out before. You know, so be it. We all do that. It happens. It happens to everyone that sometimes you just forget to take the trash out. But okay, so you forgot. Now he hits you? What? Why should you feel more guilty about not taking the trash out than he does for the fact that he just hit you? You know, okay, maybe you weren't really listening right in that moment of a conversation that you could have been having with him. And in fact, you zoned out a little bit. Guess what? We all do that. And and so you zoned out and now he's completely justified in yelling at you and belittling you and, and making a huge deal out of this? No. You know, maybe you did say hi to a guy earlier at the grocery store or whatever, and it was just a friendly gesture to someone in public. I know for me, I'm, I'm really a, a, an extremely friendly person. I love to smile at people and to greet them with a quick hi. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people are more prone to doing this than others. I recognize that. But that doesn't mean I think that everybody should do it. And I don't judge people that they don't. But it does not make it okay for him to now throw something to try to scare me or to intimidate me because I said hi to some guy in a grocery store. So again, I feel more guilty for saying hi to that guy than he does for throwing something to scare me. You know, maybe, yes, I could have answered his question better or said something better. We all have things that we could have said better, or I actually want to challenge that word better. Maybe you could have said it differently. What one person thinks is better, actually another person might find much worse. It's perspective. Everyone's perspective is different. So if he is now convincing you that you could have said something better or that his way of saying it is better, please know that while you could have said it differently, yes, of course that's true, this does not necessarily make it better. We all can say things, anything, every word that comes out of our mouth a million different ways. What is not your job to analyze every situation with every person that you interact with on any given day to find the exact perfect way that is the best way from that person's perspective. You can't do that. That's not possible. It would drive all of us completely insane. Just understand you have to consider that too in all of this. And now let's add to that. You feel guilty about not saying something better or differently and you feel more guilty for that than he does for raging at you. He is completely justified in raging at you because you could have said it differently. Like I said, there's just enough truth in what they are saying that turns on our guilt, that manipulation, that, 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 that drive that we have inside to be a better person. There's just enough truth that it turns on that guilt reaction inside of you. It, it activates that desire inside of you to be a better person to continue improving yourself, to become more aware, more sensitive, more compassionate, you know, to, to be paying more attention to other people's needs. That's not a bad drive, but it's so dangerous. 
And it's so dangerous when you're with a covert narcissist because they will turn it on against you. It's not a bad thing to have a driving force within you to be a better person. It is not a bad thing to want to be more aware, more sensitive, more compassionate, and so on. These are good things. But in an abusive situation, you actually will become willing to accept all of that blame then. All of it. A hundred percent. Him yelling, him hitting, him throwing things, him intimidating you, him talking, you know, so meanly and cursing at you, all of these things. But in your mind, you shift from seeing that reaction to seeing how you can work more on you. Your focus becomes how to improve you. And this is exactly what they want. Exactly. Because now they are off the hook. Now you might be apologizing to them. Well, I'm sorry that I forgot to take the trash out. You're right. I did. I'm sorry that I could have said that better. I think maybe you're right. It would have sounded better this way. You are apologizing to them and they now feel completely justified in their behavior. They don't have anything to work on. They don't need to work. What do they need to work on? You know, this is all on you. You clearly are the one with the problem. You are the one that has all this internal work to do. And you're the one that needs to fix things. And off you go. You're back working on you. Back trying to figure out how you can be better. And back to figure out how if you can be perfect in every situation, then this person will never get mad or upset. And that's all on your shoulders. Take a step back and think about this. You are saying this is all your fault. You are accepting that inside of you. Every time you step back and try to make things better from your side and more perfect from your side and overlook that reaction he's having or justify it. You know, my husband used to tell me that he's never known anyone who works so hard at improving themselves as I do. And from him, he was saying this as a compliment. But yet, once again, it was a manipulation. You see, this happened during a conversation. We were in a conversation, and I was trying to explain to him how I felt beaten down all the time, how his words hurt me so sharply. And I was trying to explain this to him. You know, you talk to me with that sharp tongue, and it hurts. And I I feel beaten down. I feel like I'm not good enough for you. I never can be good enough to make you happy. And, and his response was, how can you possibly feel beaten down? How can I make you feel that way? I think you are amazing. I've never known anyone who works so hard at improving themselves as you do. I never realized the irony of what he was saying. I've never known anyone who works so hard at improving themselves as you do. I was working so hard on me simply in order to avoid his angry outbursts. I dug in trying to make myself perfect for him, trying to make sure I never said anything that he could interpret as an insult, anything that he could, you know, find a way to make it hurt his feelings or find a way to, that it was all of a sudden wrong or, or that it required his rage or his anger and all of this. I was working so hard to be perfect and he was acknowledging that. I had never known anyone who worked so hard at improving themselves. Wow. How ironic. And for a long time, I did not see this. I continued focusing on how to make me a better person. And if I succeeded, I knew then he would be happier. And if he would be happier, then I could be happier. Little did I know that this goal is completely unreachable when you are with a narcissistic person. It is not reachable. He will never be happy. And I say he, but I understand. I fully recognize that there are women who are covert narcissists too. I completely understand that. 
The perspective I talk about is it was my husband, but I have known people, I have known families where I can look straight, I can look straight at him and go, wow, that mother, that wife is a narcissistic person, a covert narcissist, and she is suffocating those children and that husband. So I get it. From my perspective, it was my husband. And I knew that I, I discovered many years later that he would never be happier. It was never going to happen because the unhappiness came from inside him. I was going to wear myself out completely trying to be that perfect person so that he would never have a reason to be mad. They are experts at blame shifting, guilt manipulating, victim role playing, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter what I call it. I call it abuse. Abuse is abuse and abuse is wrong. Stop accepting all this guilt. Stop taking it all upon yourself. Are there things that you can work on? Yes, of course. Join the club. You are not perfect. There are times that you could have said something better or as I pointed out differently. Sure, accept that. There are times you could have done something differently. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. You are a messy human being. You are imperfect just like the rest of us. And so is your abuser. But here's the difference. They will never accept this. They will never see themselves as anything less than perfect. And therefore, they will never give you room to be imperfect as well. They will never give you the space to be human. They will make huge deals out of your imperfections. I call it your humanness. They will use it against you again and again. They will magnify it. They focus on it. They throw it in your face over and over. We all do things that come across wrong. We all do things or say things that hurt the other person's feelings. We don't mean to. It isn't that we're messing up. It's just that we are human. Another part of being human is reconciliation. It is a beautiful part of our journey as a human being. It actually brings us closer to those with whom we can reconcile. It is giving each other the freedom and the space to be less than perfect. We extend it to that other person and we extend it to ourselves as well. They do the same thing. Reconciliation is amazing. But this narcissistic person that's in your life will never give you the space to be human. They will never give you the space to be less than perfect. And they are wrong. They want you to give that space to them, but they do not have it inside themselves to give it to you. This is abuse and this is wrong. It is not okay. It is never okay for your partner to belittle you in this way. It is not okay for them to yell at you, curse at you, throw things at you, scare you, intimidate you, rage you, all these things that are going on. None of this is okay and none of this is your fault. I hope that this encourages you to take a good look at this guilt manipulation that is being used against you. Take a step back and see it for what it is. Rewind the story just a little further back. Yeah, maybe you forgot to take the trash out. That's okay. But that does not give him permission then to hit you or to yell at you or to curse at you. Okay, look at the full picture here. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. 
You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are C-N-G, as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.